Hey, it's Anne-Marie. Welcome to another episode of Industry Thought Leader Podcast. Today is a very special episode. I'm actually incorporating a training that I did as part of my Building Influence Podcasting with Purpose community. By the way, if you're not over there already, come and join us. Lots of amazing people there. Podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash community. But anyway, the topic that I spoke about in this particular training, which I'm going to share with you now, is the Podcasting with Purpose principles to help you build your reach, your reputation as a trusted authority, as well as your revenue. You've probably heard me talk about the seven podcasting mistakes, but today I want to talk about the seven podcasting with purpose principles. The things that you want to do, especially if you're thinking about monetizing your podcast and you're thinking about following mainstream media where you have advertising, you have sponsorships. That can happen down the track, but let me tell you, where you really want to monetize is with your own message. And there are things that you need to have in place to enable you to do that. Now, just as a heads up too, before we dive into today's episode, the Profitable Podcasting Intensive, that's my free online intensive, where it is an incredible five days where you and I will spend together along with other change makers, stepping out step by step by step what you need to have in place before you launch your podcast. Go to podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash intensive to register podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash intensive. We start August the 10th. That's August the 9th if you're in the US or not in Australia. And uh, we're diving deep into a lot of content. So come and join me if you're thinking about starting a podcast or maybe the current podcast that you've got is just not generating the results that you want. Anyway, without any further ado, on to today's show. Welcome to Industry Thought Leader Podcast. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your message while become known as an authority in your field? Industry Thought Leader Podcast will show you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. And this is another influence building training over in our Changemaker community. If you're not yet part of the community, head on over. There are some great relationships being built. There are collaborations being built, uh, podcasters in there, aspiring podcasters who are already setting up potential guests once they launch their podcast. But I am also streaming this live across a number of different platforms because what we're going to be talking about today, I think is so relevant. You may have heard me speak about the seven podcasting mistakes, but I thought now is the time to also talk about seven podcasting principles, particularly if you want to launch a podcast to build your reach in your with your ideal client. It's not just any old reach, but reach in front of your ideal client, build your reputation as a trusted authority. So when your particular topic or topic that someone is talking about that relates to your industry and where you're an expert, a specialist in, they're talking about that, your name is mentioned as well, of course, as revenue. And you would have heard me say, and if not, I'm going to share it again because it's so important that 
The way to monetize your podcast, especially for specialist businesses, service-based businesses, is to monetize your own message rather than monetizing someone else's. That can be done later, but it's a whole different relationship building um, part of building your podcast platform that uh, comes later. So first, you want to monetize your own uh, podcast first. I'm going to talk about those principles. I know that there's a number of people who are going to be watching this live. If you do, just put hashtag read play. Let me know where you are watching from. I know we've got a global community, especially over on our Changemaker community, which is uh, awesome. Um, so if you, you're here live, let me know where you're from. I know that we can also get comments over from LinkedIn as well. Would love to, to shout out and um, recognize you for being here as well. And if you've got a question or a comment, as I continue to share, jump on in. Love, love, love your thoughts on what you think. Okay, so let me go ahead and share my screen. I'm going to dive on in and um, start talking about the seven principles. Now, I've created a, an infographic and um, I'm going to go through each point. The first point is starting with the right strategy and it begins with the end in mind. So I want to talk about, hey, Diana, Sydney. Great, great, great. Karen, replay from Sydney coming over from LinkedIn. Great, great to have you both here. So if you've got a comment or you've got a question while I'm live, let me know. I'm monitoring the comments here so I can be from... Um, in absolute value to you. Elizabeth Diakos, uh, hi from Melbourne. I'm from Melbourne too. Good to see you here. Ivan Hoheist, Elise, uh, great to see you here as well. Fantastic. Good, good, good. All right. United States, Natalie Gregg, nice to see you here as well. See, we have got a, a diverse community here, which is excellent. Love that you are here and participating. Okay, let's dive in. I'm going to talk about the very first principle, and that is strategy. Strategy is so important in all aspects of our business. How do we want to, how do we know where we want to go and what we want to put into place as far as the steps to get us there if we don't know what it is or where it is that we are going? And I think, you know, with businesses, when they're thinking about their podcast, one of the questions that I will ask is, well, what do you want to monetize? Who are you? What's your message? And also, ultimately, what is the end in mind that you want someone to then say, yep, I'm ready. How do we do this? I want to enroll in your program or I want to hire you. How do we do that? So what is that I want to hire you? Which often opens up an you know, incredible conversation into re people realising, oh, actually, I'm not really that clear on where I want to head people. And there are some people who think, well, you know, I want to not only to elevate my profile in my area of expertise, but I've also written a book or I want to do some keynote speaking and I want to fill some group programs. Now, all of those different aspects have different um, have different methods that you can achieve that. However, when you start to do a little bit of a deep dive, there's a there's often a common theme that will allow you to do all of those things. And so ultimately, you know that the end in mind is that I'm going to position myself as an expert in that particular area, as a thought leader in that area. Here's how I'm challenging the status quo. I want to also position myself as, as a keynote speaker in that particular area, whilst also build um, a platform 
for my book and ultimately my coaching programs. So once you've identified that, then you can start to put into place um, the strategies to help you get there or, or the, the, the various components to help you get there. Um, but you can't do that if you're thinking, well, I'm just going to launch my podcast and I'm going to take it uh, from there. Hey, Doug, good to see you. Deb, you are here too. Fantastic, fantastic. Okay, so you've got unique circumstances. They have to be aligned with your business model and your, you know, your business focus. And it saddens me because just in the last couple of weeks alone, I've spoken to two individuals who were business owners who started up their podcast and they were thinking, oh, well, I'm going to interview interesting people that I'm interested in. And then hopefully some of my guests will have affiliate programs that I can promote. And then once I've built my community, I'm going to monetize it by, by sharing, you know, maybe ads from sponsors or adverts. And I'm going to kind of hint about the kind of things that I do. Now, you, you, unless you've got the budget of some of the larger, you know, what we call mainstream media, then that's going to take you a long time. So I say get focused on your niche, on that unique area where you want to become known as a specialist. You don't have to have a huge community. You just have to have a highly engaged and niched community. So, and that leads me to my second point, create fans, not followers. And th this is where I'm going to dive into. And by the way, if you know someone who is a specialist, an expert, a thought leader in the area of um, creating fans, advocates for your business, creating a, a an engaged community of people who just love everything you do and say because they believe um, or they align and you know with your core values and your message and they just get behind you um, 110%. Let me know. I want to speak to them and get them on my podcast because I think this is a, a huge area that many, you know, aspiring thought leaders and people who are on social media, which I know is you, when you start to really define and refine who that community is for you and you start to speak into that with valuable content and a podcast may be one of those elements that you're sharing, then that community is going to follow you and they're going to um, really want to listen and watch and read and just consume every piece of content that you put out there. Um, I know that I am. I mean, I'm a consumer as well. And if I found someone that I think, wow, they're, they're really kind of have me taking a step back and revisiting some of the ways that I'm looking at things. And I love their perspective on that. And, oh, gosh, they really, you know, taught that in such a way that really relate, relates to me. And you know what? I really like them who they are as a person. You bet. I'm going to go over and see if they've got a podcast. I've probably bought their books, Kindle. I, I'm a Kindle uh, person because I love to carry, you know, my resources, my library around with me because I never know when I'm going to get some time just to dive into another chapter. Um, listened to books. And then if they've got a podcast and I'm building that relationship, I'm probably also on their list as well. I'm already thinking about I really want to work with this person. I already know who I want to work with and have kind of positioned myself um, to be able to know that this is the person that I want to invest in. So I know already before they even launch their program, because I've already done my research. If I've found someone who, who, in, um, who intrigues me that much and I know has got a level of expertise that I'm looking to achieve and, and attain that level of mastery where they're at in my business, you bet I've already thought I'm going to work with that person. It's just a matter of, of time there. 
Um, okay, so we've got a question here and I'm going to keep this quite interactive because I want to make sure it's as, as valuable for you as possible. Um, so we've got a, um, a question here from Karen. Diverse learning special needs support for parents and teachers is my lane, but there are many experts. Where do we start, Anne-Marie? Love that question. I'm so glad that you mentioned this, Karen. So this is where you really need to have a look at where you are because there's only one you and there is only one you with your experience and there's only one you that can bring out this information in a way that you can share. So what you need to do is and as often and I love how Steve Jobs said, you know, you can when you look back backwards, you can join the dots. So I encourage you to do some dot joining, dot joining. Look at the various milestones and markers in your life, in your career, in the challenges that you've overcome and see if there's a specific theme that has come across from that particular journey that you can then continue to speak into as you are sharing content in your particular area of expertise. So maybe, you know, when you think about um, special needs support for specific people parents and teachers, there may be a specific demographic of those teachers and of those parents who've experienced something quite unique that's um, that they can still be, be categorised, if you will, in diverse learning, special needs, but there's a real niche area in that special need area because only you can share or you can share it in only the way that you can share. So I would encourage you to do some more investigating in that area. Maybe also too, this is a this is something that a, a lot of my clients are going through at the moment. They're being researchers at the moment. We're looking at your lucrative niche and they're observing and they're listening. And, you know, when I am on social media, one of the things that I love to do is to to, to, and this is what I'm encouraging you to do, Karen, and anyone else who is struggling with a, a an industry where there are many other voices that are contributing. That is actually a, a, an exciting thing to consider because if there's many voices in that particular area, it means it's a hot topic and it's an area with real need. You've just got to identify how, where is my little position in that marketplace and my community of those raving fans, those you know, those people who just love what I do and what I stand for. Thank you, Elizabeth. Ryan Matthew, I will make sure to go back, circle around and reach out to him, get him on the show. So what I would suggest to you, Karen, and what a lot of my clients are doing at the moment is they're going to various forums and online communities and watching the conversations, maybe even creating um, some articles or some questions that will allow you to take the pulse of your community or the community that you want to really serve or to see where is there a need. So when you're thinking of special needs and parents and, and teachers, what is it that they are complaining about? What are the challenges that are arising for them? Because, you know, in that conversation, you may be able to identify a specific need that's not being addressed in the marketplace that you can with with complete authority because you've lived it, you've breathed it, or maybe you need to just reshape some of that content to be able to fulfill that need in that industry. 
Um, so Karen, thank you. This is wonderful information. Um, join the dots, research. Yes, 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 yes. Good. I'm glad. One of the things that I'll say to people is when you hang out with me, expect your to-do list to grow. But it's exciting because it'll get you in the right area. So there's complex needs. So what you might find, Karen, is that, and this is something else that I'm sharing with a lot of my clients too, as you start to do research, you may uncover a huge need don't let that become overwhelming. Write all of those things down, but you may then be able to see like there's a pathway, a program pathway that you know, well, look, I eventually I want to be able to support them in that area. But the first area that they really get stuck on is this. So you almost create a sequence or pathway that you can support clients. Yep, totally exciting. Fantastic. Good, 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 good. And that is really the re research that you do is then going to inform your, if you create a podcast, your podcast strategy, it's going to inform you as far as the topics that you um, are going to speak into. Because when you have the right topics that speak into, and this is for everyone, I, I might be speaking here to, to, to Karen, but it's relevant for you as well. So when you know the topics that your ideal clients are struggling with, then you can create podcast titles. This is a top, you know, for every topic of show, the show that pe when people are Googling, how do I this, this and that? Or what happens when this and this? When people are Googling and they want to find information because you know the key words that they're searching for or the phrases that they're putting into Google and those phrases have been compellingly written into a into a topic you know headline of of your episode title guess what your title is going to to show up and then what you can do is it'll even inform you in your research that maybe you're able to tap into the to the the psyche if you will of, of and the expectations and the promise of value to your audience and come up with a podcast name that just speaks into that as well and it can be something really simple such as women in leadership podcast we're not talking about how to build a house unless you're a woman in leadership that is in a construction company but you know just that name sh shares a promise of or expectation of what to expect when you listen to that podcast. So these are all things when you do the right research and you get clear on that, you're better informed and you're able to intentionally and purposefully, which is why I call my program Podcasting with Purpose, be able to come up with all of um, the components that make for an incredible show, making it, you know, influence and impacting and ultimately impacting your business because people who have hung around you, they're the raving fans, they know, you know what, I've struggled long enough, I need to reach out to Karen and ask her, how do we get over this? How do we do this? I want to work with you. And you'll be able to do that too. So create fans, not followers, passionate advocates that recommend you um, and will share you. Even you don't even have to ask. You know, it's when you share content, even across different platforms, because there's this expectation that you're sharing value, people will go out and seek that, and especially your podcast episode. You know, often what I, I hear from um, from previous, you know, communities and, and that on, on various podcasts that I have is that they say, I'm binge listening. I'm going to binge listen to your podcast. And so if you've got multiple episodes, that's a long time that people are going to hang out with you. So by the time they finish all of the however many episodes that uh, you've published, that is a deeper relationship and a level of engagement that you've been able to build. All right, let's have a look at number three. <sighs> Focus on building reputation equity and not vanity based 
metrics. Uh, and again, it speaks into monetizing your own message and not someone else's, for instance, sponsorships and affiliates. I just want to do, I do want to say um, before we just dive in a little bit more to this reputation equity, there is nothing wrong with sponsorships. And in fact, sponsorships are an incredible way to build alliances with businesses who have core values as you, uh, as you and, and your business and ultimately your podcast, but also who can add incredible value to the community of raving fans that you are building. Um, so you, you see a message that have come up um, in, in a couple of my posts saying, don't start your podcast on the back of just sponsorships or advertising, definitely not advertising because podcasting spaces is different. Sponsors can come on, but it's a different way of building the relationship. It is the storytelling and um there's a whole, there's probably going to be a whole new component that I'll be teaching my clients once they launch their podcast on how to approach sponsorships the right way, how to look for sponsorships, building long-term value with these companies so it's a win-win-win. But ultimately, you know, going from the, the mindset of you both want to bring incredible value to your community. And I think when both the sponsor and the podcast come together with that in mind, then it's a match made in heaven and everyone wins, especially your community, and they don't feel sold to. Let's talk about reputation equity versus vanity-based metrics. Um, you would have seen me share, for those of you who are also following on Facebook recently, that I'm often connected or asked to be connected with people who have now set up businesses and services to that I will hire them to go and like, to share, to comment, to boost my ranking for my podcast over on Apple and, and probably other players as well. That is fake. And one of my core, my core values is integrity. And that is not integral. And so, you know, if I was, if I wanted to, you know, if you want to become known as a top rated podcast, Create top-rated content that's valuable for your audience and they will share it for you. And so many people start start a podcast and the first question they ask me, the first is, where do I start? What technology? And then I tell them, you don't have to worry about technology. We'll talk about that in a moment. Then how do I get into the new and noteworthy? And, you know, they, they focus on vanity-based metrics. And you can build your reach, your reputation, and your revenue with a smaller audience of people. And that's what I would focus on first, is looking at what, what is the reputation that I want to build and how do I want to build that? I mean, two of my core values is excellence and integrity. Uh, fun is in there as well. There's a number of others as well, but that is how I want to build my reputation. And so uh, I know that there's some core themes that I want to share about. One of them obviously is podcasting. My background is in brand and communications. And so now helping people understand what their, you know, unique message is and, and putting together their story and storytelling that in a way that is going to be compelling and intriguing um, and engaging and educating and challenging the status quo. And then let's start a podcast and bring that message out and really make an impact in the world. And so there's some core components that I know that I or topics that I know that I really want to um, share my message around because I know that that there's a need for my ideal clients in the way that I share it. And I'm sharing that from my perspective because from that, you can then identify, well, what's that for me? 
you know, what is that for me? Where do I want to really share? And I can see you in their pics. You, um, she's doing, an, I'm just going to put her comment here, pics. She is the next podcast superstar because she picks, sorry, I don't mean to call you she, picks. Um, she really is, is going to be speaking into the area of, and her podcast is going to be called, um, you know, Couragepreneur. And she is all about helping people overcome adversity, building resilience. And when you have a look at who she is and how picks um, brings her message across, it's, it's just Pick, I mean, you know, you've got pics if you're still here. I mean, she's got a, a hashtag, um, you know, pics. It, it's really, she's brilliant, brilliant the way that she's doing that. But she really is building and conti will continue to build reputation equity around courage, around building resilience, overcoming adversity, and really getting into that particular area. And so her ideal clients will be people who have a dream, who have a goal, who have been saying for years and years, I really want to X, Y, and Z. They fill in the gap, but they know that they've been stuck because circumstances and situations that have happened in their past have keep them stuck. And so what PIX is going to be able to do is to be able to help them strip back those labels that people have put on them, strip back those labels that they've put on themselves and help them realise that your past does not determine your future. It's how you look at it and helping build resilience. And that is what PIX is going to continue to share and it already is is sharing you know in her community but she knows exactly where she wants to build her reputation and how she's going to do that which is exciting because often if you're stuck and you don't know then what you need to do is go back and have a an investigation do some more research into looking at what I shared with Karen, what are the markers? What are the milestones? What have people said to you just in passing? Oh, you're so this, this and the other. What do people often come to you for? Your friends, your colleagues, um, your community. That can often be evidence of what you naturally do. And what we naturally do is often something that we take for granted because we don't see it as being valuable. But it is valuable because we've walked that journey, we've lived it, we've overcome it. And the overcoming, if you take a step back, in that overcoming are steps that you took, mindset set shifts, principles that you've adopted, habits that you've created that you can now systematize and teach others who are struggling to achieve what you've achieved. Guess what? You have just built your reputation, your reputation equity in that particular field. So if you're stuck and you can't yet define that, it's there. You just need to dig a little bit deeper and find out what that is uh, for you. By the way, that's something that I can help you with. So if you're stuck, let me know and uh, we can speak about how we might be able to work together. Okay, that's number three, reputation equity. Don't worry about vanity-based metrics. Share your message with an audience of one. And if you really nail that and you start speaking absolute, which I know you will, value and in, with integrity and excellence, uh, your audience will grow. You know, one will become two, will become four, will become eight, will become, and you know, on and on it goes. But just get clear on that first. Principle number four is investing in refining your message before you invest in a microphone. Yeah, microphone and technology is important because you don't want to sound crap. You don't want to have a brilliant message sounding crap. But 
<laughs> on the same token, you can have a most expensive microphone and if you have got fluff and banter and it's not really making an impact, your message, then you can have recorded that on the most expensive microphone. You're still not going to build the reach or the reputation as that trusted authority if you haven't really refined your message. And as the example that I get, just gave with PICS, I mean, there's, there was a couple of different areas. I hope you don't mind me sharing and raving on about your pics. I love to talk more about my clients and myself. So since you're here, I'm going to use you as an example. Um, she had a couple of different areas where she could put her expertise, but we decided through a bit of, um, you know, questioning and she knew, she knew she just needed to give herself permission to, to let go of something that had once been recommended that she follow. And as soon as she gave herself permission to do that, she, it, everything just clicked. She goes, yep, that's it. I, and she is on fire. So for you, it may be because you're trying to be too, you know, too many things across too many areas. You know in your gut what that is. And if not, then seek support, the right support to help you get to that stage where you know, no, this is exactly what it is. And you want to continue to refine that. Something else that you may want to do is start to share some of your message. Uh, you know, in the refining, the, the refining process can often come from the reviewing process of the content that you have shared. And so before you even launch your podcast, you want to do some refining of that message and reviewing of that message by posting some things out and seeing what sticks. Your community will often give you the, you know, the results and the response that you need to determine the way that you move forward. And one of the things, and I hope you don't mind me sharing this, actually, I don't think you, you will because it just validates what you're doing is just so important. And you are actually living and breathing what I'm sharing. Um, she once she identified the key area that she knew that she wanted to really build her reputation equity she changed some of her facebook group or one in particular the the focus and pix was saying that that audience grew and the engagement grew and it was because she shaped that message in 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 the area that only she can bring to the you know to the to the airways and so your community will often give you the feedback that you need so post a couple of things and see what sticks ask questions you know often i will ask um i will share something and then someone will comment and then i'll go back and i might ask them another question where they provide even more information and i'll use that response to continue to help me craft my message um, because you're using the language of your audience and the experience of your audience and where they're at to inform how you structure your content and what you say. And so a lot of what I write and what I share is, 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 is coming from the feedback that I'm getting from community and from my community and also keeping my finger on the pulse. You know, one of the things that I do in my community of change makers, and if you're one of those, you would know that there's a couple of questions that I ask before you join the group. Now, I have documented every single one of those responses. I used to write it by hand. By the way, if there's an easier way of doing that, let me know. But what I do now is I use my screen capture software. And every person that responds and gives me, you know, in their words, what they're struggling with and two questions that I ask, I record that. I've got it all on video in a folder. And so when I'm writing or going to create some content, I'll go back 
and I'll watch through those videos and kind of see what are, what's the language that these people are using, my community, my change makers, what's the language that they're using, what are they struggling with, what is a common theme that is being, uh, and this is all to go with the message, refine your message, what's common theme coming through, and from doing that has really helped inform me as to how I'm going to continue to refine that message. So I encourage you to do that as well. Become, you know, an investigator uh, and continue just to keep your finger on the pulse in your community. So that is point number four. Number five is learn compelling communication techniques. Now, one of the things I, I call myself a multi-passionate um, entrepreneur, learner, always will. I love learning new things. In fact, for me, when things, when I, and, and this is both a, I think, a, a blessing, but it's also not a curse, but can be my undoing because I learn something and then I go, yep, know that, what's the next thing? You know, what we do. And so now, thank goodness, I'm able to focus um, all of the new things that I learn helps add value and adds even a deeper level of understanding and insight that I can share with my community in a specific area. However, one of the tools that I learned years ago when I studied NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, was around different communication techniques. And this is brilliant when you're sharing content and metaphors. I used to do that with my children when I was learning um, very young. You know, we might say something like, um, okay, because they were young. And I said, well, you get to choose the time that you want to go to bed. Yay. Okay, you've got two choices, kids. You can either go to bed in 15 minutes or you can go to bed in quarter of an hour. Your choice. And, you know, that's kind of a bit of a, you know, wacky example, but how you communicate, and it has to be done with integrity, but why you're doing this is because you want to speak into someone's um, beliefs or unhelpful beliefs that you know is going to keep them stuck. What are those concerns? What are concerns that you've overcome, you know, through that? And so you want to challenge that in a very compelling way. And, you know, the way that you speak about something you know, when you think about, and we, we talked about this with the recent um, uh, alumni members who are in the process of launching their podcast, and one of the comments from one of them was, well, I've got my podcast now, but what I hate is the selling. And I said, well, guess what? I hate selling too. But if you get your core message, you share it in a way that engages and that really taps into the challenges of your ideal customer, and you share insights and and you share um, you know, you speak into some of the concerns and some of the obstacles, you know, the objections that they may not even realise that they have. When you invite someone to step forward, they're more likely to say yes because they don't feel that they've been sold to. I mean, you know, that's a whole other topic. But when you learn these compelling techniques, you can engage where people are at because you're building rapport with them. So you can either, and one of the ways that this I often see, you know, highly skilled business owners and, and people who are really skilled in different modalities, they're excited about the tools that they're able to support clients with. So they talk about these tools. Like if I was to say to you that in my training of, of you know, my interviewing with purpose training, I spend time teaching people some NLP techniques as it comes to conversations and, and, and structuring their podcast and the different things that you want to say and how you can lead guests into creating, you know, incredible, um, 
responses to your podcast. Now, if I put the terms and the way that we talked about um, what are some, you know, like metaphors and nested or looped metaphors and all of these different things, people would go, what? So you don't talk about the the jargon or the, you know, the, the, the finer ins and outs. You talk about the experience, you talk about the outcome because otherwise you're going to lose, you know, your audience. So just be mindful that you're able to engage, that you're able to educate considering your ideal customers, the buyer's journey and where this piece of content is being shared, you're then able to move, to nurture that person from, you know, no like and trust to, yeah, find out more. I want to work with you. How do I do that? And that's where you can create this highly engaged audience of fans and compel them. Not in a, you know, shonky way, but in an, a real integral way because you're continuing to bring excellence into your area of expertise. Okay. Um, point number six is create that undistingu or that distinguishable, um, experience and expectation. That's something that I shared earlier with Karen when she said, you know, how do I stand out from an audience of many other people who are speaking into that? Well, that is where you've really got to identify what's unique about you. What are the nuances? What are the quirkiness? What is the story, the journey, the challenges that you've overcome, the steps, the habits you've created, the principles that you now run your life by that you can now teach and bring forward to your audience? And once you're able to capture that, and, and define what that experience is, you're then able to bring that to life. You've got to define it first to, before you even bring that to life. What do I mean by that? Well, it can come across in the title, the words, the description that you use. I use a, a system called the Branding with Archetype system, and, and it's exciting because Pix has just identified that she is a humanitarian first and foremost. That's her, her primary archetype, her artist. And then, you know, so now she's going to bring her content across very much in the experience um, of an artist or humanitarian and artist. So, you know, you need to be mindful of what experience you want to create because it's going to show up in, in every expression from the music to the sound effects to the voiceover professional to how you show up on your podcast. And you cannot create a distinguishable experience and you cannot create and set up a, an expectation of value, of excellence, of integrity or whatever it is that you want to set up that expectation around your core values if you don't even know what they are. So get clear on them first and then you're able to create that unique experience that only you can bring to the table. And last but not least, number seven. And this is something that many, many podcast hosts, business owners who are leveraging a podcast to build their reach, their reputation as a trusted authority, and ultimately their revenue don't do. Now, we hear the common, which are not bad, the common calls to action would be, if you liked this particular podcast episode, please like it, please go and comment, please give us a rating, share it with your community. They're great, but what your ultimate goal is to do is to get people off your podcast and onto your nurturing sequence, into your community, building that community. So one of the things you want to consider is to establish a robust list building and compelling seed and lead initiatives. And that's that seeding and leading, which ties into number five, those compelling com communication techniques. And so 
you know, what is going to be that compelling call to action for you? One of the things that I teach and we we implement with clients is to create a three-part thought leader podcast series, which actually nurtures people, you know, your ideal client who have said yes, who have actually said, yep, I've got an issue, I've got a challenge, and I want to, to learn, you know, and identify what are some of the things that I need to be doing to be able to get out of that challenge and start to work towards my goals. And so that opt-in would then be that three-part series and other aspects in, in, included, of course, in that. But the reason we do that is because people who listen to podcasts like audio, they like to consume content in audio format. So don't let your call to action be a long video series or, you know, read a book. I've got colleagues who listen to audio because they hate reading. And it's like, I will never read a book unless I'm actually forced to. And so give your community content in the way they consume it and in the way they consume the original content. So if you've got podcast listeners, give them more content consumed in a podcast audio form. Yes, you can include other things as well to help, you know, consume that content like transcripts, graphics, worksheets, you know, that kinesthetic where you want to get them writing, you want to get pen out and or typing. That's all very important. Um, but a podcast series is really great. And so what you might say, and you can use this across any platform that you are sharing your information to build your list. Um, say you're on the media, you, you've gone on other podcasts. I know many of you are going on other podcasts, which is fabulous, but have you already created your opt-in system? Have you already created an, an, you know, an opt-in of maybe some other podcast um, episodes that you've done that you can then seed and lead people into so that you're building your list of raving fans? Many people don't, so it's a missed opportunity. But say you have gone on or even mainstream media, I only scratched the surface today on how to go from invisible to influential and profitable with a podcast. I've dived deeper into this particular topic, laid out some principles, given you some checklists on what you need to do and the common mistakes, which 99.99999% of business owners make when it comes to launching their podcast. You can get access. It's free. Go to my podcast series, www.annemariecross.com forward slash podcast series done. That's it. And then people who are interested will go, you know what? I'm actually interested. Am I making those mistakes? I don't know. I need to find out. And then off they go and register. And then you've just invited someone who you can now spend time with to support on their journey um, in your area of expertise through that call to action. So that is podcasting with purpose. Those are the seven principles. The right podcast strategy begins with the end in mind. Create fans, not followers. Focus on building reputation equity, not vanity-based metrics. Invest in refining your message before you invest in a microphone. Learn compelling communication techniques. Create that distinguishable experience and expectation. And lastly, establish a robust list building and compelling seed and lead initiative done and dusted fantastic so i don't know whether you've got any other questions um write them in the comment section and i will make sure to answer them before i go while i'm doing that my team and i have recently just opened up and i'm going to share it with you because i know a number of you um, who are part of the community 
um, we're on the fence with the 90-day idea to launch your Thought Leader podcast. We have gone through, we are at, at, at the stage, Pix is part of that and she's at the stage where she's doing her branding, um, recognising who she is and the experience she's going to create. We have opened the doors for the next 48 hours. So if you want to be launching your Thought Leader podcast or maybe you've already got a podcast and it's just not generating the results, maybe you're up to episode 10 or up to episode 20 or 40 or whatever and if you're honest with yourself you really don't have a robust what I call a podcast profit pipeline where you're nurturing these leads listeners into leads and ultimately you know through that pipeline of business opportunities then you need to get into this we'll help you get that podcast series into place and all of the things that I mentioned podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash immersive it's open for the next 48 hours What's included in that program is also there. So please go and have a look if that's of interest to you. So we will be launching your podcast and celebrating that with um, an incredible uh, live launch with everyone who is launching. Um, what are we now? June, July, August. So about end of August, we'll be doing that. Now, for those of you who are really not sure, I opened up my calendar. Let's have a chat and we'll see where you're at, see whether this is something that you're ready for. If you're not yet ready for it, I will let you know. There's a number of people who are going through my um, the Influence Alliance Tier 1 where we're looking at your core business foundations, people who are not really yet clear on their niche and their message. So we'll help you build that out first so that when you launch your podcast, you've already got this robust foundation, those core business foundations. But let's have a chat. Let's see where you're at, annemariecross.com forward slash let's chat. And then we'll see um, what the best option is for you. And maybe it, it's not till the next round, but we can get you into the uh, the Core Business Foundation so that you will be ready the next time um, that we launched. Doug says, amazing. Thank you, Anne-Marie. You are welcome. You are amazing too. Doug is a man to follow because I love the way, um, Doug, that you st structure um, just what you do as as well and, and you're all about metrics and measuring and monitoring which is so important um, as well so I love the work that you're doing as well Karen says uh, seven principles amazing thank you so much to think about and work on yes absolutely fantastic good 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 all right well I am going to stop that is uh, something that I want to share. I'm glad that it's got written value. If you're not yet part of the community of Changemakers, get on there because there's some great um, people across there that are already doing some collaborations, podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash changemakers. Um, if you haven't already subscribed to my podcast, go ahead and do that, um, industrythoughtleaderpodcast.com. We've got um, who we featured uh, last week was Chantel um Girardi and just amazing about all things uh Facebook and things that you need to be doing a lot of the principles she shared actually were fantastic around any business platform you know whether you're on LinkedIn whether you're on Twitter whether you are you know on Facebook um, a lot of those principles so that's the most recent show Elise going to share your comment there great content delivered with authenticity thank you Amory. thank you Elise thank you for being here um so I will be back here again next week not sure if I'm going to share it across all platforms maybe just in the change maker community but I thought I might do some teaching uh, around interviewing with purpose I've recently created I'll share with you just for those of you who may be interested to come across I just recently shared, um, created this, are you an engaging podcast host and interviewer? Take the quiz. So there's five different um, pillars 
that I'm thinking of diving a little bit deeper into because, you know, interviewing is a different, a whole different skill set, isn't it? So I'll be talking a little bit more about that in next week's um, influential training. So I can't wait to connect with you again. Thank you very much and bye for now. You've been listening to Industry Thought Leader Podcast, brought to you by Industry Thought Leader Academy. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to stand out, be heard, and become an influential voice in your industry? Access our free five-day money, marketing, and mindset boost masterclass. Go to www.industrythoughtleaderacademy.com forward slash masterclass. That's industrythoughtleaderacademy.com forward slash masterclass. Yeah.